We made this. You're listening to Free With This Month's Issue. As always, please support the bands and artists featured in each episode by buying their records and going to their gigs. Each episode will be adding all available tracks to our ongoing Spotify playlist, which you can find on WeDidPodcast.com. You can also find our other episodes and podcasts there. If you want to agree with us or more likely argue with us or even appear in a future episode, you can find us on Twitter at This Month's Issue and Facebook at Free With This Month's Issue. Also, if you enjoy the podcast, then let people know. Like, subscribe, review it on iTunes, tattoo it on your forehead, etc. Right, let's get on with it then. Hello and welcome to Free With This Month's Issue, the podcast. The podcast. The podcast. The podcast. Where we talk about free magazine CDs. Indeed. They were often weekly, but we do this monthly. Sometimes they were monthly, like this one though. We could call it Free With This Week's Issue. Free with but then this. we'd have to record four times as many podcasts and exactly. fuck that. And that's why we're doing it like this. Because organising recording sessions is an absolute wanker. Yes. So, talking of absolute wankers, (laughs) (laughs) Westy, how's it going? Yeah, not bad, thanks. How are you? I'm good. 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 Yeah. Uh, Westy, what CD have you brought for us? It's uh, Metal Hammer's Brutal Bunch 4. Excellent. From December November. Oh, 1996. It was. Yeah. So close. It was uh, the first issue of Metal Hammer I ever bought. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I've, I've got a lot of. Nostalgia for this one, which is which is good. Uh, I wasn't able to obtain the magazine. Metal Hammer old issues are really fucking difficult to get hold of. They are either not on sale anywhere, or they're ten fucking quid. Which fuck off. But that this one wasn't on sale. I found the cover. Yeah, um, it was on it. So I, I was then able to find more information out about what the cover story was. So it was Sepultura uh, on the cover. Oh, of course, because they were doing a UK tour at the time. They were. That I didn't go and see, and then they split up. Well, yeah. Yes. Mm. So it, it, the Sepultura interview was with um, Max Cavalera about Donington 96, which was the show where they he turned up. He, he turned up, ah. um, but as soon as they got to Donington, they found out that his wife's son, Dana Wells, had been killed in a car crash. Yeah. So... Um, Sharon Osborne arranged for a private jet to fly them back home uh, so that they could sort of attend to that and Sepultura played as a three-piece. Yep, with Andreas on with vocals. Andreas yep. Kisser on vocals. The whole thing sort of heightened tensions between the band. Gloria, uh, Max's wife, is was their manager and the, there were basically two camps. There was Max and Gloria and there was the rest of the band. And at the time this magazine came out, they were on a European tour. They were just about to come over to the UK. And by the final date of the tour at Brixton Academy on the 20th of of December, uh, Gloria's contract had ended, and as soon as the the show was finished, Max left Sepultura along with her. And then a few years later, uh, returned with Soulfly. I don't know what else was in the magazine, because that's the only bit I was (laughs) able to find. Uh, Westy, what was your sort of... Magazine habit, what kind of thing? Did you get them every month? Or? I, yeah, I was buying, at this point in time, I was probably buying Krang every week and Metal Hammer every month. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think not too long after this, I was dropping Krang and then started buying Terrorizer as well. So getting away from all the pop punk that was being pushed in Krang <laughs> onto the heavier stuff. Yes. Because. West Westy is wearing a Morbid Angel t-shirt today <laughs> just to uh, set his, his colours on the mask, which are black. 
Yes. <laughs> We're all wearing black T-shirts. We are. Mine's got quite a colourful Godzilla on it, though. Mine has a dead kitten on it. <laughs> yes, nice. <laughs> well, has it's a, a kitten skeleton. It's not yeah. just a picture of a dead cat. Yeah. Not a roadkill or something. <laughs> and I have a cartoon death metal logo on it. Indeed. It's always yeah. one of the most cartoony logos. It's a shame. It's one of the most legible ones. For, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, you can always read Morbid Angel's logo, which helps. Um, so yeah, what was going on around the world of music in uh, November '96? Uh, the UK number one album was "Blue Is the Colour" by the Beautiful South. Jesus, wrong. yeah, but the UK number one single was uh, "Breathe" by the Prodigy. Okay, ah, so yeah. that was I good. Having that on tape, yes, uh, I think I had it on tape. Uh, albums released in that month: uh, Aphex Twin released Richard D. James' album. Uh, Spice Girls released their debut, Spice. Uh, Bush released Razorblade Suitcase and DJ Shadow in, uh, released Introducing, which is fucking fantastic. Yes. Uh, right, music news in November '96. Uh, Slash officially left Guns N' Roses, oh. and then slightly before <laughs> that, October the 31st, David Brooks is fined £45 in Hampstead Magistrates Court for disrupting the quiet enjoyment of the public by playing his bagpipes on Hampstead Heath. Described as a pain in the neck by a spokesperson for the College of Pipers in Glasgow, Brooks vowed to buy a bicycle in order to continue playing in the open air, so they'll just have to catch me. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, in the uh, mid to late 90s, if you saw a uh, man riding a bike around being chased by the police while playing bagpipes, that would have been David Brooks. Do you not need both hands to play bagpipes? I don't know. Perhaps it was a unicycle. You can can do the drone notes. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, okay. Perhaps he was an octopus. These are all possible. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't able to find any details of who was on tour because I haven't got a magazine for that month. Uh, so terrible. Mm. I know <laughs> it's eBay's fault. I'd have bought it if there was one on there, but there wasn't. Uh, so let's get on with the CD. Okay. So this is pissed on, uh, down and out. Pissed, full stop on. At this point, yes. Yeah. Mm. Not long later, the full stop was removed, uh, leading them to accusations of uh, selling out, which was why their second album is called Piston Sell Out. Oh. Oh. Um, New York-based goth metal band. Um, Were they a f- mostly a two-piece, from what I remember? They're, male and no, female. They're, they were a four-piece, but yeah. the two main ones... Got all uh, the press. Yeah Henry, yeah, Henry Font was the guitarist and singer, and Val Eam, which I don't think was her real was name, uh, was the yeah. bass player and, and female backing vocalist. Yeah, because they were all over Krang and Metal Hammer at the time. Mm, I they, don't know how they managed it. <laughs> I like them. Yeah, they I were like okay. You were a big Piston fan. At the I, time. I was. Um, my uh, first band supported them. Uh, we supported them at Red, uh, Rugeley Red Rose Theatre on the second album. It so it was in 1999. Um, biggest gig that that band ever played. My, my band was supporting yeah. them. Not not pissed on. No, probably no. wasn't. The Rugeley Red Rose Theatre probably wasn't the biggest gig <laughs> they ever played. But I don't think they played many no. much bigger venues apart from. They supported Marilyn Manson. Oh, so they? yeah, oh, they, they supported him on the typo negative. Then. No, uh, it's they, very typo. They almost certainly. So typo. They yeah. will have. They <laughs> definitely will have played with 
typo at some point. Well, yeah, being from because, York. Well, uh, that's produced by your silver. Oh, is it? Yeah, that uh, explains why yeah, it sounds it's so like typo negative. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they, they were like sort of their apprentice band kind of thing. When we we supported them, we brought loads of like family and friends and people. My parents and my sister came. And as everybody was uh, sort of walking along the, the drive to get up there, their tour bus was there, and their guitarist was standing in the doorway, beckoning at lots of underage girls <laughs> while wearing a T-shirt that said drugs. Um, unsuccessfully, and I think in a joking way that he was sort of beckoning. Okay. But Would have got me. <laughs> uh, yeah, my mum was not very impressed. <laughs> Uh, neither was uh, my girlfriend at the time, Kelly, because I wouldn't let her go on the fucking tour. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, they were great. I really, really enjoyed Piston. They, they, they did fucking sell out. They absolutely sold out because their next album was so much more rock rather than metal mm-hmm. and more radio friendly. I don't remember what anything off the second. I, I, I don't I remember this, and I remember Grey Flap. Yeah, they were both off the first album. I remember the song title Grey Flap. I don't remember the song. Oh, it was great. Yeah, that, that was, was the best song. Easily their best song. Yeah, and this was second best, probably. Um, it's the only other one I've knowingly heard. So. I, I <laughs> had both of their albums. I had the first one on cassette, um, which the, their first album was called Number One because it had a picture of a toy yes. doing a wee wee. Mm. <laughs> the cover was bright yellow. Yes, it was. Oh, there we go. There was a kind well. of a theme going on there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think their first demo was called You're in the Money as well. Wow. <laughs> A theme. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, let's go on for the next track. Okay. Yes. I had no memory of this whatsoever until I heard the CD. This is, yeah, I remember skipping it. <laughs> I like it now. This is uh, The Driven uh, with a song called Killer. Uh, they were an Irish rock band that I, I really dug at the time, but not enough to buy their album because I just like this. And Monkey on a Cage, which was on a later Metal Hammer CD. Bet you can't get it anymore, can you? Uh, you could get it off Discogs for probably about 50p, I would guess. No. Probably less, yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine it's particularly sought after. Probably not. <laughs> um, the guitar solo is amusingly inept because it's fucking terrible, and it's been bugging me for weeks. Who his voice reminds me of? But it's, it's early Glenn Danzig. It's, yes, it's early right. Misfits. Yeah, yep. definitely. But that's probably about all I've got to say about yeah. it particularly I, mean, I don't like it's it it's not bad it's not very interesting though is it no it's, no. it's relatively generic mm. uh, let's go for the next song so this is NY Loose and Apathy is Golden yeah, it's another very much of its time kind of track, isn't it? Yeah, but I love it. Yeah, I, I, at the time I would have just totally ignored this because it wasn't metal enough. But I love hearing my vocals now. Yeah, yeah. Love it. I, I, this is one of the tracks from this CD that I remember 
yeah from back in the day but I couldn't have until I'd listened to it again I would have just gone who the hell are these yeah but yeah oh, yeah it's good I, I really enjoyed that lead singer clearly wants to be Debbie Harry was what, it with, a, with what she looks like or, yeah yeah, was, yeah was it a band that was an ex-member of some of some other more famous band or am um, I talking bollocks oh I don't know let me let me just have they got a Wikipedia page though? They weren't particularly uh, well known. Really weirdly, because they weren't a particularly well known band. No. When I, when I used to live in Polesworth, I used to get my hair cut at the, the barbers there, and there was a woman that worked in there who was not into rock music at all, and she had been to one rock gig in her life. And it was NY Loose. It was NY Loose oh. and the Lunachicks. Oh, wow. And uh, apparently she'd crowd surfed, and she used to tell me that pretty much every time I went in for my haircut, which wasn't very often because it was I had long hair. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently the bass player uh, was also in Faster Pussycat. That was it, yes. And uh, a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Motocrossed. I don't know Motocross, but that's a really yeah, cool band. The, the Throbs, Steve Bators and his Evil Boys, and oh, yeah. those, the Newly Deads. Yeah, yeah. And, so he's, um, he's a, Tracy he's, Guns' version of LA Guns. He's a he's an LA punk stalwart, basically, by the sounds of it. Then. Yeah, well, he yeah. looks like it. <laughs> uh, should we go for the next track? Yeah. I used to think that I was all that, running with the wild. Never see me sweat, never see me smile. Thinking way back then why it had to be. Okay, that was uh, Corrupted, with a K, by Sullen. Yes. A band who would have given me maximum wood at the time, <laughs> considering the music I was doing. Really? Yes. Wow. It's objectively shit. Yes. But I actually really enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> it, it ticks a lot of those pre-new metal boxes, doesn't it's, it? it? It's very biohazard, isn't it's it? It's downset. Shoot his groove. The, the, yeah, the, uh, the main thing though, that and, and I think it's his complete lack of flow <laughs> um, <laughs> that it reminds me of is the uh, Helmet and House of Pain track on the Judgment Night soundtrack. Uh, yes, yeah. With uh, uh, it's um, what's what's the lyric on that? That's the um, which one? feeling like De Niro in Taxi Driver with Jodie Foster and Harvey Keitel feel like I'm living in a living hell. Yeah, that's the one. That kind of level of lyrics. Terrible lyric. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> this, the musicians are pretty good. The, the bass playing on it is pretty yeah, yeah. pretty good. They have vanished from the internet. Oh, I wonder if that's deliberate. Well, there have been at least two or three other bands called Sullen who have been slightly more successful later on. Yeah. So you can't find out anything about this version of Sullen at all. Do we know what they look like? Uh, no. Yes, because oh, oh, you do. can find the video on... It's not on YouTube, I don't think. I think it's uh, on Daily okay. Motion. Oh, oh wow. wow. Uh, and it looks, yeah, like, really it looks like a biohazard video, almost identical. <laughs> <laughs> should not be a surprise. No. Uh. Um, but, yeah, they... they uh, the, one of the later bands, I think they've got like a Wikipedia entry or, or an all-music entry or something, where it says, uh, formed in 1999, so it's three years after these guys, and then it's got this lot's album on the list of their discography <laughs> coming out in 1996. So it's like, well, you've not thought that through when you've read that. No. So that it's actually been absorbed so, uh, by other bands. Or, are they, or is it that band just disowning that album? Yeah, it's possible. 
It's entirely possible. Yes, we formed in 1999. That's not us. Nope. <laughs> Different band. <laughs> We're now a pop punk band. Uh, should we go for the next song? Oh, yeah. Please, please. You, Mr. Yes, yes, I, Mr. Here's your T and Duck Mojo, Pig Walk. Pig Walk. I still fucking love this song. Yeah, it's great. To this day. Yeah. Do you know who produced it? Uh, I'm thinking oh, yes. Devin Townsend. It's yes, Devin Townsend. Was, yeah. Yes. Uh, Heavy Devy as he styled himself in those days, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Yes, because this was... Was this before Strapping Young Lad City album came out? Uh, oh, I'm not sure. I think it was. Because yeah. I think... It's when he said I had long hair, I can tell you that, because yeah. he's got his photo in the book. Well, well some of it. <laughs> yeah, no, this is before he was bald. Was it? Yeah. Fucking yeah. hell. <laughs> I've only ever seen pictures of him with at least part of his head bald. Yeah, this is long, <laughs> straight hair, don't we? Fucking hell. Yeah. Bloody hell. Yeah. Anyway. I must stuck, look that up. Stuck my Joe. Yes. <laughs> um... It's very like it's it's like proto new metal this track, it's isn't it? Fucking relentlessly yeah. angry. Yeah, and it's, it reminds me of prong some of the like the groove in it. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, it's totally unrepresentative of the band. What, what is now. the rest of their stuff like then? It's it's a terrible term. It's rap metal. It's okay. a guy that can yeah. rap. Yeah, and he got to know the guitarist, the Duke. Yeah, uh, from working in the same fast food restaurant, something like that. <laughs> uh, and yeah, they were kind of like the band were kind of southern rock metal, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. with bones wrapping over the top. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. I know. I, I this is off the second album, title track from it, and I already got the first album. Yeah, and yeah, it's. I I think I heard this before the second album came out, and I was like, ooh. They don't sound the same, but it was only the song set, so all right. Yeah, because yeah. this yeah. was also on um, Kerrang! Uh, Literally Radio Kerrang! Volume yeah. 1. CD, yeah. I think. I think it must have been on a fucking terrorizer as well. Like, it got everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's quite ministry-ish, it's I very, think. Yeah. very ministry in its relentlessness. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I hadn't even thought of it in a ministry kind of way, but you're right, yeah, mm. definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's not a million miles away from, like, uh, New World Order. No, no. Um, and the, the just solid fucking. Yep. Uh, cool. Shall we go for the next song? Yeah. Okay. This is uh, Cathedral and Urko's Conquest. Yes. Putting the fun back into heavy metal. Like, yeah, because like, Lee Dorian is not the best vocalist. <laughs> but he sounds like he's having the most fun. Doesn't he, he, he does. Uh, that's, oh. that's former Napalm Death vocalist, yeah. Lee Dorian. Yep. I once saw him getting off a bus in Coventry as I was getting onto a bus about a year after the CD was released. What did you say to him? Uh, I didn't. I, just, I, I got on the bus and I was like, 
Fucking hell, that was Lee Dorian. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, prime cathedral, this is. It's yeah. when they started, they were too serious. Yes. Then they got silly and were fantastic, and then they got serious again. Well, they, they were more doom, weren't they, yeah, when they started out? Yeah, and then yeah. this is kind of like seventies hard rock. Yep. Um, With but, flares. Yes. Yep. Uh, it's, it's, it's supernatural birth machine. I think the album this is off, um, and uh, it's a song about Planet of the Apes. Yeah. What's well, not to love? Exactly. You know, Clutch did Escape from the Prison Planet on their first album, which is also about Planet of the Apes. We need more songs about Planet of the Apes. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. <laughs> yes. Maybe <laughs> Dr. Zayas. of the Apes themed, themed band. band. Yes. I bet there is one. One of my favourite bands is a, uh, well, they were, a horrible three-piece noisy crusty punk band called Erko. Oh. Excellent. And uh, going back to what Ian said about his vocals being a bit rubbish... <laughs> He sounds a little bit like a metal version of Sean Ryder in parts. Just a touch. But a lot more fun. Uh, it's fucking great. Uh, I really, and the solo's fucking brilliant. It's great. Yeah. Uh, let's go for the next song. Which isn't. <laughs> That was uh, Floodgate, Running With Sodden Legs. Uh, I was a big fan of this song at the time. I, I remembered it once I started hearing it. Yeah. I just find it really fucking boring. It's a bit like Crowbar. Yeah, but, yeah. But why do you need to listen to this when there's Crowbar? When you've got Crowbar. Yeah. Uh, because the singer is more Anselmo-esque. He's very Anselmo-esque. I think he's yeah. more... Although, <laughs> if I remember rightly, um, from an interview at the time, he is actually... The proto Anselmo and Anselmo modelled his vocals on this dude. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh? See, to me, he kind of sounds. He's got the kind of like yarling grunge kind of thing that fucking Creed have got. Oh no! He reminds no, me of Scott that. Stapp. Oh Jesus! <laughs> um, no, I, I could hear the Anselmo definitely. I, I, I can I can see where you're coming from definitely with that. It's definitely Anselmo kind of vibe. But when I was I don't remember this particularly from the first time around. I think I always used no. to skip it on the CD. Um, not to the next couple of tracks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it's kind of fairly standard Stone of Doom riffage with a like grungy vocalist. But yeah, you, you're right. There is definitely a lot of Anselmo in there. So um, is the song Kyle Thomas the. Uh, the singer Gita- I think he's the guitarist actually okay maybe he's currently playing in Trouble okay okay wow. yeah fucking hell old school yep um and he's also in Ex Horder right wow thrash thrash um is the song Running With Sodden Legs about having a nightmare and wetting yourself because it really sounds like it <laughs> Maybe. I can't I, make I out a lot just, of the lyrics. I but just assumed it was, you know, sudden swamps. Yeah, Maybe. but he does yeah. say pain like a shattered toe at one point, which <laughs> that sounds horrible. He kicked a brick yes. in the swamp. Yes. <laughs> oh, he was actually the vocalist as well, yeah. Ah. There cool. And is the vocalist in, in trouble? In trouble. 97 to 2012 to present. 
There you go. Fair enough. He's a legit person. Let's go for the next. (laughs) Yes, he's not a fake person. He's a legit person. (laughs) I think he's a legit musician. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Let's go for the next song. This is Earth Crisis and Constrict. Yes. Straight Edge Vegan NY Hardcore Band. Massively influential. And they went a bit crap on this album, as we heard. Right. Oh, it's got some really good riffs, but it's it, overall it's not my kind of thing. No, the start sounds like it's going to turn into Pantera. Yeah. Definitely. And it yeah. doesn't... Yeah. I remember not being overly enamoured. No, no I, 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 this section of the CD I tended to I skip. Mean, I mean... The fact that I'm talking about this band while drinking a beer would really <laughs> fuck them all off. <laughs> uh, sorry, Carl. <laughs> Not sorry. I love the vocal style. Generally love the vocal style. But it doesn't fit with the music on this because they changed it. They're trying yeah. to be a bit more mainstream, a little bit of new metal creeping in. Uh, it's not a fan. <laughs> uh, I remember hearing a couple of tracks off the album after this, Slither, and quite liking them. Which I imagine is where they went even more mainstream. Yep. <laughs> that was my... I was like a slightly more mainstream jam at the time, unfortunately. <laughs> it's not as hardcore as I am now. <laughs> Hardcore's never really grabbed me as much as... It can be done many very, very badly when it's yeah. just... I mean, we, yeah. we, we did a, uh, a Hatebreed episode of We Dig Music a while back, mm. and I, I quite liked a fair bit of that, but have listened to none of it since then yep. at all. <laughs> yeah, I went through a period where I was obsessed with it. Like, oh, was your gym music, wasn't of it? Me at a fucking terror gig, <laughs> and it was the most intense gig I've ever oh. been to. I think I was on stage just before Scott Vogel gave me the microphone, and I sang an entire verse of the song before he hurled me into the crowd. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, there's uh, a lot of hardcore bands, and a lot of them sound exactly the same as each other. <laughs> yeah, but when it's done well, it's brilliant. Yeah, but yeah. Let's go for the next song. Okay. Oh, no. And I apologise to everyone for choosing this CD. <laughs> Who asked for salsa metal? Who? Nobody wants salsa metal. What the fuck are you doing, Labyrintho? <laughs> Entertainingly, the same thing until at least 2012, because they released an album not that long ago. Wow. Excellent. Wow. Uh, although that's eight years ago now, that's terrifying. Um, it even goes full on fucking Sex in the City theme tune yep. later on. It's just terrible. I actually really liked it, but it oh. reminded it's me not of bo- War a little bit. It's not boring. No, no. Well, yeah. <laughs> Which can... I found the last couple of tracks boring. That's definitely not boring. No, his vocals are kind of 
odd. They're ben- a bit like Benji, They're you're a right. Bit Benji. Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'd much rather listen to Dub War, though, or Skin Dread. Yeah. Um, yep. Um, I, I feel like I might be tempted to check more of these out. Really? I, for years, thought that you had supported this band because I'd got them confused with Lab Rat. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. We were meant to support. Um, oh, were you supposed to play with I think we were meant to support a, a um, Spanish or Venezuelan metal band when we did support Lab Rat. I, I think, think this, this might have been them then. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah, yeah. They're quite different bands. They uh, they didn't get into the country. Oh. <laughs> it would have been quite a mixed bill. <laughs> yeah. Was that the Rouge New Red Rose? I remember. Yeah. Very mixed bill. <laughs> yeah, I, actually, I remember there being a tour with Labrat and Labyrinto, yes, because I remember them having similar-ish names. Yeah. We we got on like a fucking house on fire with Labrat. That yeah, was uh, great. Yeah. Really good bunch of lads. <laughs> <laughs> they did a, a Anal Cunt cover. Oh, nice. Excellent. Which one? I can't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of their more offensive titles, then. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> just have a look on a song list, uh, on a list of their songs on Wikipedia and just pick one. The one about technology. Ah, oh, yes. Yeah. It was That was on the uh, Earache uh, Earplug 2 sampler. Ah, there we go. Yes. Implying that technology is homosexual, apparently. Yeah. Uh, I feel like we'd left them enough clues, and you just yes. laid it right out. I, was, I, know. I nearly started singing it then, because <laughs> uh, yeah, I know how that one goes. I, I was, honestly, I was building like my website you from getting this far into the episode. I'm just being... going to download it onto my hard drive. That's <laughs> why uh, no, so I didn't do that bit. I hope he's Seth Putnam. Yes. Uh, On to the final trap, yeah? I think we should, uh, yes. Track, even. Yes. It's not a trap. It's a trap. It is a trap. Dusk and Her Embrace by Cradle of Filth back when they were badass. Yeah, when they took themselves seriously. I genuinely fucking love this track. Because <laughs> it's a fucking absolute banger. It's. It, I, I've never really got Cradle of Filth apart from this song and maybe one or two. Like the first couple of albums were fucking amazing. Yeah, I've got, I, got the I first couple of albums. First couple. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. But it's so much fun. Yep. And I've always thought they're at the best when they're channeling Iron Maiden, and there's so much Maiden in the the riffs. Oh, it's galloping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's oh, it's, it's great. Majestic lyrics as well. Wow. A level poetry lyrics. Exactly. <laughs> what was your particular favourite? Uh, that was uh, Irish Gagel, Raven Haired. Thy seduction haunts the castle in erotic despair. <laughs> yes. Yes. Amazing. How oh. how did he get all those groupies? He's very fucking small as well. I know. Yeah. Even smaller than me. Yes. <laughs> I um I once saw him accepting an award at the Metal Hammer Golden God Awards, and as he did it, a pint glass just ricocheted off his head. <laughs> and someone shouted, Fuck off! <laughs> Was it you? No. <laughs> no, but I laughed a lot. <laughs> what were you doing at the Metal Hammer Awards? Because uh, I got a free ticket. 
Watching Mortis fail to get a cab. Yeah, yeah. I watched Mortis (laughs) fail to get a cab in full makeup. I watched Lemmy get in a chauffeur-driven Vauxhall Astra. (laughs) Um, Potentially the weirdest thing I saw was a woman doing that whole suspension thing where you've got... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And someone next to me shouted... Get your tits out. <laughs> I can't. It looks to him like that right there. That is what is on your mind right now. You want to see boobs when there's a woman with fucking meat up through her skin. Wow, okay. You really yeah. have only got one thing on your mind. Because <laughs> everyone else I, everyone else was like What's the oh, they've stabbed her. <laughs> and that dude's like I just want to see some boobs <laughs> boobs I once uh-huh. managed to uh, 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 you, I think you might have been at the same gig Ian Cradle of Filth at uh, Donington years ago got sunburnt and then hailed on during their gig <laughs> wow. which is fucking painful yeah I can imagine Yeah, what I saw um, I saw them at a smaller gig and there was someone doing the whole crotch angle grinder thing, and they sprayed a load of sparks around just as he turned around and he got hit full in the face. <laughs> totally took him out of it. Um, obviously, this is about the time we summoned Jade to tell us yeah. her amazing Danny Filth story. Yes. Yeah, she hasn't got a microphone, so she's going to have to come over. Lean over to West. Even though it was like months ago when she recorded her episode. How's yeah, this yeah. Months and months, yeah. Definitely not in the room at the same time. Uh, so my uh, Cradle of Filth story is watching them at Download. I think, I can't remember if it was 2006 or 2009, one or the other, whichever one they played at. Uh, and Danny Filth accidentally broke character as he spotted... You mean uh, it's a character? <laughs> no, 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 you're out. Yeah, but whatever happened, something overtook the... Sp- Spirit of Danny Filth as he spotted, I think it was an Ipswich football flag in the crowd and went, Oh, look, an Ipswich flag in the most ridiculous voice I've ever heard. And then suddenly remembered himself and kind of pulled himself back into it. But it was, no, it was no, embarrassing. I'm a, I'm a scary vampire. Yeah, yeah. It was, I, I would imagine uh, he got a little bit of stick for that. that. The, uh, one that time the real Daniel Davy appeared on stage. Yes. Oh, Amazing. Thanks, Jade. I think, I think I've only ever seen them once, and I was quite excited. I think it was 2000... Was it Tattoo the Planet, where... Could well have been Pantera. Just 9-11, and yeah, Biohazard dropped out because they were too scared to fly. That was it. Yeah, and Slayer... Did Slayer play? I think it was... Wasn't it? Was, was Slayer, it Slayer Pantera, and Cradle of Filth and yeah. someone else? But yeah, Cradle of Filth... Well, looking, that could have been a different year. I was it. looking forward to Cradle of Filth, because I'd never seen them before, and they were just... Shit. <laughs> it was really disappointing. Mm. And Slayer was shit as well, which is. I once met thing not Nick say. Barker. Oh yeah, and I was like, "Why do you respect him? Why does he? Uh, why does Danny Filth call you Nick the Bastard?" And he went, "Because he's a cunt." <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right then. So that's the last song on the CD. Yes. Uh, but there were three uh, computer game demos which at the time when I was 14 may have actually been the reason I bought it. <laughs> uh, 100%. Yeah. Syndicate Wars, yes. I never played Syndicate Wars. I played the other two. Command and Conquer was fucking amazing and Broken Sword, I actually replayed about a year ago and the goat puzzle is still impossible. See, I... Okay. I well, my parents would have had a PC at this time but I doubt I would have even put it in because <laughs> I just wasn't into computer games. 
I'm fair enough. You were just yeah. into metal. Just metal. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. Uh, thanks very much for listening. Thanks, Westy. No worries. Uh, you're, you're not on Twitter. No, I'm not. On yeah, Twitter. we should highlight. I'm that. too old. <laughs> <laughs> Despite being younger than me. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. potentially Colin. How old are you? I am 39. No, he's older than me. Oh, yeah. That's right. He's younger than you look. Yes, that's fair, that's fair. <laughs> so, uh, in the absence of anything to plug, uh, I want to mention uh, a really cool Instagram account called Mosher Mags. Um, you should check that out, because it's it's kind of like a visual counterpart. Visual counterpart. Um, yeah, uh, the, the girl that runs it uh, highlighted it to us on, on Twitter recently. Uh, you should go and check it out, because it's very, very funny. She's got a Twitter. Yeah, she's got a Twitter. She's in the, the One thing I can 21st century. Is uh, if anyone's got any um, uh, earache records they want to sell me, like pre Mosh 100, because I'm missing a few, don't Twitter it. Yeah, how, are, Twitter that, me, how are they going to fucking contact you? Get in touch with Ian. He, he, you know, <laughs> he's just talking to me. Send he's Ian a message. He's modern. You know what you should do, Westy? Yeah? You should get an Instagram account and take photos of the cover of all of your rare records. I have been thinking about doing that, to be honest. You should. Yeah. Definitely. Now you've got a phone that can I know, now I've got a phone that's it. got a decent camera on as well. Excellent. Although contrary to this statement, since recording this episode, back in those uh, long-forgotten days where we were actually allowed out of the house and supermarkets had pasta in them, your man Westy has joined Instagram. You can find him an Analog Westy, where you can find lots of pictures of lovely records and one Morrissey one. Thanks very much for listening. Bye. Bye. Cheerio. Another endearingly shambolic podcast from WeDigPodcasts.com Previously on the We Made This Network. Cinemortuary. So if you're going to get him a birthday present, way too late. Sorry, Dave, I didn't get you a birthday present. So I'll take one in April. Okay. It's a WrestleMania spoilers, then, you dick. <laughs> um, yeah, so my pick this week is is a, a little present to you, Dave, because you've had a hard time with some of our picks, you know, recently. Chris? He gave us a video game. Yes, yes. Sorry, two blokes in their early 30s that can't play a video game. <laughs> I said that to a room full of people earlier, and they were just like, what the fuck? This is a room full of blokes in you're the 30s. <laughs> we, yeah, but we've, we've got lives. I mean, what do them blokes in the 30s You're not do? working at the minute. Well, no, I'm not. No, probably the way it's fucking going, I still won't do it. This episode goes out. What'd you pick? Predator 2. Ah. Make it so, a Star Trek Picard podcast. I just think she was, she was awful from day one. She didn't get any better, and I mean her her quite naff death, as well, where she has a brief little skirmish with Seven and gets kicked to a death. I was a bit like, well, you know what? I'm I, I care so little about that character that that's fairly fitting, really. Yeah, I for thought me. that. Yeah, I, I thought well. That's good. Good that that's out of the way. Yeah, that's shrug. That's, that's exactly. Yeah, me too. I was like, oh, thank God for that. Like, let's get on with everything else now. Now she's gone. We buy records. Well, I've seen some people saying like they're not posting anything out at the moment because they don't want to cause unnecessary burden on the postal uh, service. A friend of ours is a postal worker, and he said at the end of last week that that week just gone had been like Christmas in the sorting office, and not in a good way. Oh. Check out all of these shows and more on the We Made This podcast network.